Did you know that every major diaper company either financially or vocally supports abortion? If that appalls you and you're looking to support a baby brand that aligns with your pro-life, pro-family views, then every life is your solution. Every life firmly believes that regardless of where someone is from, what they look like, or whether they were planned or unplanned, every baby is a miracle from God worthy of love, protection, and celebration. Every Life offers high-performing, supremely soft, premium diapers and wipes delivered right to your doorstep. Their diapers are crafted without fragrances, dyes, lotions, latex, parabens, or phthalates. And you can feel good knowing that every purchase with Every Life contributes to changing lives through their support of pro-life organizations and pregnancy resource centers. Every Life is not just changing diapers, they're changing lives. Visit everylife.com to learn more. That's everylife.com. And don't forget to use promo code Duffy10 for an exclusive 10% discount on your first order today. Hey everyone, welcome to From the Kitchen Table. I'm Sean Duffy along with my co-host for the podcast, my partner in life and my wife, Rachel Campos Duffy. Oh, I'm so happy to be back here at our kitchen table and joining us at the kitchen table is our daughter, Evita Duffy. And Sean, I had her on Jesse Waters' primetime show this week because I hosted Jesse Waters' primetime and we did this fascinating topic, which you know how these shows go. The segment's like four minutes long and this topic is so fascinating. It needed more time to breathe. Um, Evita wrote an incredible article about this new fashion trend that's going viral on all the social media platforms and it's called buckle fat removal. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. I know this sounds like your favorite topic. Yeah, my favorite topic. It might be right up there with the Royals. Right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what I got to say, uh, Evita has been a frequent guest on the podcast because it's uh, it's our kitchen table and she seems to be around our kitchen table quite a bit. She so is. she's an easy guest. Even though she's grab. married, she comes back a bit. <laughs> also, as we've looked at ratings, she rates well. She rates. Evita so, rates. Evita rates. All right. Um, Evita, you wrote this article for The Federalist, and I thought, truthfully, it sounds like a superficial thing, right? We're talking about another, another, you know, beauty trend. And for some reason, though, you took it to this other level. Um, I thought it was so interesting. Evita? Yeah. So first, let's explain what it is. So buckle fat, it sounds really bad, but it's actually not bad. It's the the fat that's in your cheeks that makes you have a a full looking face kind of makes you look like a chipmunk maybe well in some people but in, in most people it's just normal and it, it, yeah. it looks it looks good and so like if you have firmness and fullness on your on your cheeks that's what people want so that as they get older they actually lose the buckle fat and they end up putting some women end up putting fillers in yeah. or do some other plastic surgery in order to get that fullness back so why would anyone want to take away this fat pad in your cheek that you know you're going to probably want as you get older. Yeah. So buckle fat makes you look youthful, which is why it's, it's, it's important. And it's especially important not to remove it at a young age because you lose, you lose it as you get older. Well, but why are they doing it? So, What's the trend? So the, What's the beauty? Thing? Right. So people, especially now, if you look at pictures of Bella Hadid or Leah Michelle, they, they like that they have these, these or Angelina Jolie is a great example, really high cheekbones. So to to get this high cheekbone look, they're removing the fat in their cheeks to sort of accentuate it. But the problem is, and, and, and they, they say, oh, it makes your face look more angular and all these things. The problem is you're actually not 
you're, you're pronouncing the cheekbones, but you're doing it at the expense of the youthfulness and fullness of your face. So you look kind of sunken at yes. the cheeks. But also the other thing they get beauty wise, I think, is and I've been looking at some of these pictures. I don't think these girls look better at all, but you can see their jawline better, which is another sort of sculpted look that they're getting. So it's actually very masculine. I think actually some men have done it and I think it looks better on men That's <laughs> than it does on women. Um, but the trend, it's like the, the doctors, when they ask them about it, it it's like 85% women that are getting this surgery and it's only increasing. So there was a lot of celebrities who were doing it in the past or in the last over the last year. Now it's become a TikTok trend. It has millions of hits on TikTok. Doctors are reporting that they're getting seeing twice as many people asking for the surgery than ever before. Right. And I think one of the celebrities that has sort of accelerated that trend is Chrissy Teigen, who's, you know, because she's one of the few that's actually admitted to getting it. There's a lot who we suspect has it. Chrissy Teigen has come out. And so said, Chrissy I Teigen is she I think she's uh, she is like part Thai. Right. I, yes. I believe. Yeah. And her face is very full. It always has been. I think it's what makes her kind of different and mm -hmm. interesting in terms of, you know, she's not like your typical, you know, standard beauty. I think she's pretty and I, and she has these full cheeks, but obviously she maybe thinks they're too much and she took them out. So she admitted to them. I saw her picture because again, I thought she looked better before. So, so listen, this is a topic I did not know about at all until I watched you guys do this segment. And it was funny. I was in the control room, in the green room, um, as you guys were doing the segment, I didn't even know what you were going to talk about. Cause I didn't read you this. You know why you don't know? Cause you don't read the daily mail, which is my you, you, it's the first thing I do in the morning. It's Rachel's online Bible. But I, so I was in the green room and it was funny, Dr. Siegel, who's on Fox all the time, he had done a segment with you a couple, you know, a couple, you know, segments earlier than Evita. And we were talking as Evita came on, he's like, oh, that's your daughter. And what are you going to talk about? I'm like, I don't know. And then this, cause I don't know this buckle fat issue. And then you introduced the segment. And before Evita spoke, Dr. Siegel's like, oh my God, I wish I would have known because this is a horrible trend. And people get it when they're young and they think they're going to look good forever. The problem is when you get old, you look that much older when you've taken all the fat out. And it's like, I wish, I, again, I wish I would have known and would have told her to say this. Of course, Evita was going to say that anyway. And the first thing Evita said was, the, the it's aging. It's going to accelerate issue. your aging. Exactly. So kind here of funny. Was, here's what's interesting to me, Evita, is there's. There could there have been trends. OK, and yeah, part of the problem with this one is that it's a permanent beauty trend, but it has gone viral really quick. There seems to be an acceleration of trends like this because of of social media. Yeah. So social media is, is really has had a really interesting impact on the beauty industry for two reasons. One, things that are really unusual and unnatural go viral on social media because it does really well with the algorithm. So the, these really crappy trends are what show up in your feed. And the other thing is that in the past, a trend, a, even a bad trend, might last a few years. You have like cargo pants. <laughs> well, that wasn't a bad trend. <laughs> Nothing with... wrong with cargo pants. Whoa, 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 whoa. Right, so bad trends might last a few years. Now they're lasting months, maybe even weeks. So to keep up, you have to make decisions really fast. And when you're forced to make really big decisions, like am I going to alter my face in a matter of weeks? Um, you can end up making really bad decisions. And I think it's fascinating. We talk about this a lot on the podcast, the influence of social media over the youth in America. And you talk about TikTok. I mean, I'm sure the Chinese TikTok would never allow this trend to happen in China itself. But in America, they're like, let the algorithm kick up and have these kids destroy their faces. But 
usually this would be a conversation that a, that a, if, if more girls are doing it, it's a conversation that a young girl might have with her mom um, or maybe with their family as a whole. It's, it's, it's going to maybe alter the way they look. They would talk to their parents, but it seems like there's not a lot of parental advice that's being given in this like, situation. I don't know if a lot of like teenagers are getting this done, no, but, shot, but, but even, it's like young but, women but in even, their 20s. But even early 20s, I think would go, hey, mom, I'm looking at doing this. I mean, look at if we hear a whole bunch of, you know, things that go on with Evita and what she's doing at work and where she's looking at moving. Kids share a lot with their lives, um, with their parents. And that might be one thing they would share. But it, social media is the big influencer, not the family's or the parents perspective on whether this is a good or bad idea for this procedure or surgery for their child to undertake. Yeah, it's the it's the other mother for sure. And I, I, I think mom's right that it's not teenagers that are that are doing this so much as it is young women, because you have to have I mean, a really rich teenager might be able to do it. It used to be maybe like nine to twelve thousand dollars. Now the price is coming down as it's as there's been um, more people doing it and they want to make it more accessible, make more money off of it. So now it's around like four or five. And they got to hurry up because the trend will end quickly. So right, right. we got to lower the price, um, get as many people in. Yeah. So it, it'd be like a, a, a young woman in probably her 20s who has some, you know, an expendable income and says, you know, I'm going to I'm going to do this for myself. And they're definitely not talking to moms about it for sure. I mean, this is they, they, they see Bella Hadid doing it and all these girls on their TikTok yeah. doing it. And they're like, OK, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to uh, make the move right now. And the ability to know what celebrities are doing all the time, all the time. And, and, and the, uh, uh, that the fact that it used to be that celebrities wanted a mystery about themselves, but now what they trade in on is their personal life. So the more they seem like they're divulging what's most intimate and personal about them, the bigger their following is in social media. So that's also playing into it as well. Well, because they're not just making money now on the movies or the music. They're making huge money on social media. They're yes, being so, as being influencers. They're getting yes. themselves and, and yeah. influence. This kind of reminds me of, and again, I, I, I this is not a topic that I was aware of before Avita wrote on it and I watched you guys' a segment, but it's kind of, this, maybe this is, I'm going back to my own youth, that when someone gets a tattoo when they're like 22 years old, that they're going to have for the rest of their lives, they're like, <laughs> oh my God, why, why did I get that t- tattoo? How stupid was that? Now, you are, you, get, are you dissing on just, me right now? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> I, that's exactly uh, what happened to me, but it's true. I got a tattoo when I was 22, when I was on the real oh, world. Yeah, well, you were the example. And yeah, <laughs> other people, <laughs> I know some people get tattoos they at might 22. Regret it just happened to name the exact age that I got. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but it's so true. Um, you know, but I was at least clever enough to put it on my back. It is large, I will admit, but it's on my back and it's not like on my hand or my arm and or your face or my face. So let's let me talk about something else, because I think what really got fascinating to me in your article was when you started towards the end to get really deep, because you said that another reason why this trend is accelerating and going viral is because our culture no longer has standards of beauty or, or objective standards of beauty. And, and, and in fact, they believe any, the modern society wants to actually destroy any standards of beauty. And so it's much easier to, I guess, allow, or I don't know how to explain it, but for people to go on these trends because the standard of beauty doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. So it, and I we're, we're Catholic. So I'm going to go, we're going to go to Thomas Aquinas because the Catholics were the ones who really made aesthetics, a theological yes. field of study. Um, and, and talked about how there is such thing as objective, uh, objective beauty, that there's a 
a math to it. There's something called the golden ratio that, um, what, what is the golden ratio? So I'm not a math person. So I'm not, I'm not going to be great at explaining what it is exactly. You can, you can look it up yourselves, but, um, it's, it's basically a, a proportion standard that the Mona Lisa, the spiral on seashells, the, 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 uh, the little veins on leaves, they all sort of abide by this sort of this, these mathematical standards. Um, oh, I see. Proportional I see. standards. And also the Parthenon is another one. But the, but the length in your, in your arm, like your shoulder to your elbow and your, and your, in your knuckle to the, our whole bodies are made up with this standard as well. I don't know if it was like 6.4 or I don't know what the number is, but so that might be a little bit different than the, than the golden ratio. That's like a, a beauty standard, but that, but you're, but you're right that there is just, a, there, there's a, there's a science to proportions and to beauty and to, and to how, how we, how we look at things, but there's also not, so th that's a more mathematical way of, of talking about it. There's also a biological realm too about beauty. And they say, you know, in women, a low hip ratio is attractive and women, youthful faces, actually women and men, youthful faces are attractive. Um, there's and some sort of proportions in the face as well, or yep. And the average symmetry, I guess. Yep. Um, so there's, a, there's a lot of, of ways that we can figure out, you know, what is and isn't beautiful and a, a big, you know, isn't it like pornography when you see something beautiful, you just know it's beautiful. Just like if you see something porn, you know, nobody has to explain pornography. If you see it, you know it. Well, so, I mean, yes. Yeah, so they, what, what they say, what, and this is what Thomas Aquinas says, that's, that's partially it. It's your senses and it's also your mind. So there's also a science to it. So there's both. Um, and they, now we say, you know, beauty is whatever we think it is. Beauty is to the eye of the beholder. And part of what they say refutes Thomas Aquinas and these other theologians is, well, we, you know, everybody disagrees on what is and isn't beautiful. And the answer to that is, you know, we, that that's people having imperfections among ours. We, we're, our minds yeah. are imperfect, not that objective beauty doesn't exist. Um, it's just that it's, it's hard for us to decipher it because we're all, you know, different. We're all, we're all imperfect. Um, our minds are imperfect. And, and now we've, we've taken it to a whole new level. So it's nothing is objective. There's no objectivity to beauty. They have really obese people who are definitely not beautiful and definitely not healthy with the cover of it, the magazine saying, this is beautiful and this is healthy. Um, and it's or even telling you, as you see, like, I mean, I'm sorry, like what, who, Sean, who's the guy that worked in the in the Biden administration who's always sell, uh, stealing luggage? Samuel yes, Britton. Sam Samuel Britton. Is it Sam? Yeah. Yeah. Sam Britton. And if you've seen pictures of him dressed as a woman, it's it to me, it's it's not beautiful at all. It's the opposite of beautiful. It's, it's somewhat repulsive. He he has a mustache, but he wears lipstick. If I say that in in polite circles, I would be chastised for saying that he was not beautiful. We'll have more of this conversation after this. Did you know that every major diaper company either financially or vocally supports abortion? If that appalls you and you're looking to support a baby brand that aligns with your pro-life, pro-family views, then every life is your solution. Every life firmly believes that regardless of where someone is from, what they look like, or whether they were planned or unplanned, every baby is a miracle from God worthy of love, protection, and celebration. Every Life offers high-performing, supremely soft, premium diapers and wipes delivered right to your doorstep. Their diapers are crafted without fragrances, dyes, lotions, latex, parabens, or phthalates. And you can feel good knowing that every purchase with Every Life contributes to changing lives through their support of pro-life organizations and pregnancy resource centers. Every Life is not just changing diapers, they're changing lives. Visit everylife.com to learn more. That's everylife.com, 
And don't forget to use promo code Duffy10 for an exclusive 10% discount on your first order today. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. We've completely lost touch with, with reality and just said everything is subjective. If there is sort of a consensus, like if most people in the world say a beard and lipstick doesn't look good, they'll, you know, say, well, that's a social construct. Right. And by the way, you might lose your job for it too. <laughs> and, you might, and you might lose your job. And so I think to, to go back to buckle fat surgery, the reason why we're falling for really terrible beauty trends like this um, is because we've lost sight of what is beautiful. We don't know anymore. Yeah. We're told everything is, everything is fake. Everything's in your mind. Everything's a construct. And we can't look with our senses and our minds to know what is and isn't beautiful we fall for really really bad I think that's that's fascinating because and maybe this is a generational issue because for me i look at things and i can still say that's beautiful that's not beautiful and you can tell me that you know someone who's overweight is is really beautiful um or someone who i think is ugly is beautiful but i you can tell me that but you're not going to change my opinion i wonder though with how you know young people's minds have been messed with in, in with this garbage the garbage education that they get if they're more susceptible to go oh society says this is beautiful oh this must be beautiful and they're actually buying into it but i think an older generation who didn't have all of these crazy inputs uh that your generation has i think still you know sees beauty um in the traditional fashion can i say this too i mean one of the things i do like about modern culture is that there are right now it's okay that there are wider views of what is beautiful. When I was growing up, you only saw Christy Brinkley, who is objectively beautiful. Who's that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you don't even know who that is, but you know, there was Christy. <laughs> she's like, who's that? I don't know. Okay. Um, is that like a blonde model or something? Yeah. She's okay. Yeah. I, I can't believe I'm explaining who Christy Brinkley is, but, um, but there was Farrah Fawcett and there was uh, Christy, uh, not Christy Teague, um, who was the one from, from, Charlie's Angels, Sean, Cheryl Teagues, Cheryl Teagues. Suffice to say that most of them were these very tall blonde women. And somewhere along the line, um, you know, the definition of beauty widened. And so now, you know, people like Jennifer Lopez and other people started entering into that realm. Well, before, you know, that wasn't so that is a good thing. But how is that? How is what I'm saying different from what you're saying? Well, that seems to be. A, a racial issue, right? I mean, there you can, you can, anybody of any skin tone can be beautiful. I think that's, of course, I think that's, that's, you know, I probably, but our society was not elevating those. Yeah. Those I mean, images maybe, of beauty, not even when I was a kid, I don't remember that. Yeah. I, I think that would be a, a corporate America. I mean, that, that probably would be a, a, a social issue, right? There are, I, I'm thinking oh, this is beautiful model. And she's, she, she was in, um, she was in the movie, done by key and peel and I'm, I'm forgetting her name but anyways but there's she's a beautiful african model and i was i was thinking as you were saying that you you never um would see women like that in the past and now she's you know grace right the movie scenes i think that's that's wonderful this is this is different this is not about this is not racialized at all this is just about this is about you know warping uh 
I think what well, you, you were talking about gender, right? Men wearing with beards and lipstick. And then also just having the, the, the understanding that when you're looking at Chrissy Teigen or when you're looking at um, all these other celebrities, Leo, Michelle, their faces look sulken, sunken with these, with the yeah, surgery. They look, they look they sad, they actually. They don't look good. So it's not just what's going to happen in the future. It's just looking at them and knowing they're not, they're looking like skeletons right now. They're not looking youthful. Um, and it has nothing to do with race and everything to do with, you know, what we value at for beauty, which is, which is generally youth and doing something to actively take that away from someone. Yeah, that, that's actually a really interesting it has nothing to do with the race. Other part is just accepting like who you are and what you are. And I don't think, I mean, unless there's some serious thing going on, any 20 year old should be undergoing the knife. Right. I mean, well, it's just a, can I go back to my like eighth grade history class or sixth grade history class? Was it the, was it the Mayans who actually would flatten their noses and yeah. And then, then they would actually put something between baby's eyes and make them cross-eyed. And that was beauty in their culture, right? They thought that this was beautiful to have a, a flattened nose. They put a board on, on, on a person's face and flatten them and make them cross-eyed. And that was beauty in their culture. So maybe, I mean, I mean, maybe beauty is culture. In culture right now, I was trying to say these wanted smaller feet, and so they would bind the girl's feet or whatever, right? Or yeah, I, I don't know. So yeah, so this thing maybe maybe in so again, if, if culture defines beauty, this is our culture trying to say these different yes. things yes. are beautiful, and it's interesting. Again, we had different images when we were growing up. These images again, a transgender man, a man who's become a woman, is now on the cover of what. Vogue and whatever female magazines you guys look swimsuit at. Swimsuit illustrate, or is so, it, uh, like the swimsuit. And did I hear somewhere that a, a transgender man was going to be in Playboy? I mean, this. I mean, yeah. so they're pushing culture is trying to push their ideology onto us, and who knows? Maybe they'll be successful, and these coming generations will be like that is the most beautiful thing a transgender man. I don't want. I don't want a real woman. I want a man who's pretending to be a woman. Who knows? The problem with the problem with this stuff is it's not it's not about beauty so much as it is about politics this is not like we're going to tell you that you know a, a a man with boobs but a beard who wears eye makeup but also has armpit hair is wonderful and beautiful and we're all kind of looking at it like that's not true but there's a political message behind that to normalize these sort of deviant um sexual tendencies that we're now trying to yeah i mean that's it's a little bit like emperor's new clothes we're all supposed to say yeah that's really beautiful you go queen yeah exactly there's there's definitely that i think that this trend is interesting i I love that you wrote about it because i don't think it's the last one we're going to see we're we're getting it we're going into like a little bit of of other territory with the political stuff but i but i do but i think that yeah let's let's go back to my point the buckle fat my point with buckle fat surgery is just looking at it, we know it doesn't look good. We know it's going to be even worse for you in the long run. And the reason people aren't being able to figure that out is because they know in their hearts, a man with a beard doesn't look good, but everybody's telling them that it does. And so they can't trust themselves. And so when they say everybody else is doing this and it's really good, they can't use their own mind. They can't use their yes. intellect to say, and their senses to say, Ooh, it's not a good idea. Don't do this. And they, yeah. and they end up being really susceptible to really bad ideas. It's so surprising to me that someone like Chrissy Teigen would do this because she's somebody who's so wealthy um, and you would think she would be getting better advice um, on what to do. But I looked at the picture. It's totally changed the way she looks. I, and, and in a way that changes how uniquely beautiful she was. And I, I think it's really unfortunate. The um, Michelle 
what's her name? Michelle. Leah Michelle. Leah Michelle. Yeah. It's, it's I saw her picture. To, to she honest. looked worse. Like without a doubt, she mm-hmm. looked really sunken and hollow. And um, obviously this is going to get worse for her as she gets older. Well, Vita, thank you for bringing up these trends. Sometimes you, we, we old people here um, don't, don't always catch on to the trend. I did see it on the daily mail. You and I talked about it mm-hmm. and you were like, should I write about this? And I'm like, yeah, you should write about this for sure. Cause it's um it's happening out there. So last word, don't mess with your face. <laughs> <laughs> Just stay natural. And also, you know, this is so we, we talked about this being really cultural and, and not being able to tell the sense. This is also a multi-billion dollar beauty industry. So don't give them what they want either. Yeah, that's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. It's those doctors that are making a lot of money. And then the next trend comes along um, and, and they make more <laughs> and they make more. That's right. You know, and just to, to, to wrap this up, we used to have doctors that cared about, you know, the, the, the health of people and whether it's doing this surgery that is. Um, maybe not a health issue, but it's going to be an, a beauty issue as these young people age. But also, you look at the massive amounts of money that doctors are now making on you know transition of little kids from one sex to the other, and I, I have to believe that they don't really care um, about the health of the child. They see dollar signs when they see a child come in who's who's disturbed, has issues, um, and they're going to say, "Well, listen, we'll, we'll, we'll transition you. Here we go." As opposed to saying, we're going to wait, we're going to go, you know what, because we all know kids go through trends and this could be real for that child or it could be oh, and something this is also of a, a phase. This is also and, a social media trend, Sean. I mean, yeah. absolutely. A lot of these kids that are coming forward with those kinds of, I, I don't know what gender I am anymore. A lot of that has been fed by the social media trends. And yeah, you're right. A doctor is supposed to do no harm, but too many are seeing that they could get a lifelong patient by transitioning a child. And it's really sick stuff. It's sad. And um, I mean, we saw, we saw doctors not doing what was best for patients as well during COVID yeah, um, sure making mistakes all over the map. So um, shame on some of those doctors, but there's I, the doctors I know um, that we know have been very good and outspoken on many of these issues. So um, listen, I appreciate Evita joining us on our podcast. Um, always so smart and insightful and bringing issues to the forefront that her father doesn't know anything about. <laughs> <laughs> now you know everything you need to know about buckle more fat. than you ever wanted to know about, about buckle, fat. buckle fat. Wow. Um, but again, I think it's important um, and it's important to know what is happening in culture and especially with our youth. And especially if you're a parent, it's an issue that you can yeah. talk to your kids about to go. I don't know if you're hearing this, but no, 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 no. Oh, yeah. Your Bad kids call. are definitely getting trends um, and ideas on social media that mom and dad don't know. As you said, it's the other mother, the other mother, the the, the Chinese mother that you have in your kid's <laughs> phone that talks to your child every single day. And that's a bad Chinese mama on, on um, TikTok. That's right. OK, well, listen, thanks for joining us uh, on our podcast. And I appreciate Avita joining us as well. Uh, I hope you all have uh, a wonderful new year and um, joy and festivities. Uh, be safe and Merry Christmas as well. If you like our podcast, you can rate, review, subscribe. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, we'd appreciate it. And uh, thanks for joining us at the kitchen table. Bye, everybody. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.